Welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Kintsugi Life is about learning, growing and strengthening from the times of adversity and challenge that we all go through. It's about valuing them as part of what makes us who we are. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. The subject of this podcast is about um, how we kind of can sometimes get a little bit overfaced, if you like, when we're trying to improve our situation or when we're trying to build up big results, whether we're trying to work our way out of a difficult situation or not. Oftentimes, it's kind of inspiring to, to think about going for things being 10 times better or going all in or whatever other rhetoric is offered to us. But we can overlook the power of just going for a 1% improvement. You know, how about just striving to make things a little bit better day by day? So this morning, I started it like any other. I stumbled out of bed. I tiptoed downstairs to my office in the darkness, still half asleep. I dropped to the ground and I did a quick set of press-ups. And my goal in doing that was to do one more than I did yesterday morning. It's how I start every weekday morning. The hope is that a minute or two of intense exercise will drive away my sleepiness. It'll warm me up a bit in the winter months and it'll kickstart my morning into action. The addition of a single extra press-up is my way of trying to get a little bit better every day. The improvements are marginal, but they're measurable in increments of one. At the end of this week, I'll be five press-ups per set better off and stronger than I was on Monday morning, and I'll have done ten more reps than I'd have done if I'd done the same number each day. You may laugh at the notion of a single extra press-up, and I'm sure that The Rock wouldn't be impressed. I'm starting to believe, though, that it's the little steps forward and the modest gains that have changed my life the most. I start out most projects with the same intentions. I want big results, and I want them fast. I'm willing to do everything necessary to try every method, hack, supplement, or tactic that might bring about results a little sooner. What tends to happen, though, is I get bogged down in the process. I get focused more on all the things I've got to do, rather than upon the goal that I was originally aiming for. Instead of concentrating on the why, I end up being diverted by the what and the how. When there are too many ingredients in the recipe, it gets difficult to balance them out so that each plays its part. Even then, if we miraculously blend them to perfection, how can we be sure which of them is really responsible for making the biggest difference to the end product? As many good chefs will tell you, the best recipes are the simplest ones, executed perfectly. It seems to make it seems easier, in fact, to make a small, noticeable difference to the quality of outcomes by making a limited number of gradual, incremental changes, rather than going all in with every possibility and hoping for the best. Here's a few examples. Consider my diet and exercise regime. In addition to joining a gym and booking a few sessions with a personal trainer, I could download an app to log my training and food intake. I could buy a fitness tracking band to build up a bank of data and statistics to analyse. I could research and commit to one of the baffling and contradictory diet regimes available to me. I could invest in supplements to speed up weight loss and to aid muscle growth. I could update my wardrobe of dated workout gear. Alternatively, I could actually just go to the gym regularly and do the exercise while trying to make some basic healthy choices. If I went all in, 
doing and using everything possible, then certainly I might see drastic results. But how could I be sure which element was making the most difference? How would I know if my results were better than if I'd just done the basics well? How could I deduce which was making the biggest contribution to my results? And would I not feel pressured to keep them all going, just in case my results slowed down through dropping one or more of them from my routine? Might I not simply burn out through the pressure of trying to do too much too quickly? Now I've been committed to my current health and fitness drive for nearly 10 months now, and I put that longevity down to having taken a more moderate approach than in previous years. In the past, in my impetuous youth, I'd have been much more inclined to think I was leaving some advantage on the table if I didn't try each and everything possible to get results quicker. The reason I failed was that I didn't have the patience or long-term commitment to keep on doing all the various things for the long term. This time, I'm taking a more cautious approach and building consistent habits for the long term. I began with the basics and focused on doing them well. And as time has gone on, I've gradually added layers to the process, adding in a new habit here and a supplement there, so I could build up habits in a way that's sustainable. It's also allowed me to test which things worked well for me, and identify those which had little impact. Perhaps there's something to be said for aiming at gradual change on a modest scale. We've all undoubtedly read the articles of advocating a meticulously executed morning routine. I've personally experimented with getting up early, meditating, journaling, exercising and doing creative work before my family wakes up. And it is powerful for the effects that some of these things can have when done properly. It's a mistake to think though that the average person can or should have to do all of them to reap the benefits. It struck me when I found myself setting the alarm progressively earlier just so that I could fit everything in and when my sleep was suffering as a result I should probably figure out which of the habits were actually benefiting me and which I was just going through the motions with. I pared back the routine, gradually adding each habit back into the mix and I figured out which were helping and which weren't. By taking this approach, I've found that the routine that brings the maximal benefit to my mornings without feeling like I'm missing a trick if I don't do everything. Doing more would reduce the intensity applied and the benefits I receive from the things I already do. There's a lot of rhetoric in the world of personal development. It seems we should aspire to nothing but the biggest and the best. We hear about the big, hairy, audacious goals and, to and are encouraged to define our levels way beyond what the average person might aspire to. Other people tell us we should go for 10x results in everything, be that our goals or our efforts. There's a sense that if we don't do everything possible, exploring every avenue and applying ourselves with 110% effort in every possible way, then we're giving ground to our competitors and letting ourselves down in the process. I get that there's a need to convince people that they must take action rather than waiting for success to fall in their laps. I've also realised, for myself at least, that success isn't merely the result of a massive one-off efforts that bear fruit. Instead, success comes from the compounded efforts of multiple single steps forwards on many fronts. It comes from striving for small improvements, consistently and regularly, rather than trying to change everything at once using every available tool or technique at the same time. By writing regular articles, recording podcasts, taking part in interviews and putting in steady and consistent work, I've established a footprint and a body of work across multiple platforms. This is part of it, obviously, this podcast. 
It's been a slow and steady process, gradually accumulating a volume of work that's hopefully improving in quality as my skills mature. It's not been about hacking together content for the sake of it. My daily fitness goal of an extra press-up each morning isn't the extent of my drive for a leaner body, but it exemplifies the approach I've taken. Progress has come through regular efforts and consistent action. It's a mix of short and intense workouts on some days and longer sessions on the others. It's also about taking regular rest days to recover and making consistent and mostly sensible dietary choices. One day of fasting and three hours in the gym every week will just not, make, will just not cut it. It won't give the same results. If you're seeking to improve in any aspect of your life, and if you want to bring about change without becoming jaded or demoralised within a month, an effective approach may be to start with modest changes. The tweaks that might bring about 1% improvements rather than setting out to reinvent yourself or turn your world upside down. If you currently write one blog post each week, maybe aim for two per week, not one per day, and see how that goes. If you want to get more in the mornings, done. Start by getting up five minutes earlier than an hour earlier. Use the time for a bit of meditation. Five minutes of sitting in a quiet space focused on your breath is a good place to start. If your goal is to strengthen your relationship, consider waking your partner with a cup of coffee and a kiss each day, rather than complaining to them about how tired you are and reaching for your phone to check Facebook or Twitter. The effect of doing this daily might just be more impactful than a weekend trip to Paris. That leads us on to the idea of marginal gains. Now, Sir Dave Brailsford is the coach credited with changing the fortune of British cycling around the time of the 2012 London Olympics, when British cyclists won 12 medals. The philosophy that Brailsford encouraged was the pursuit of marginal gains, and that's the seeking of small improvements in every aspect of the sport, including the cyclists, their bikes, their diet, training and recovery. The principle was that by tweaking and adjusting in each area to squeeze out modest improvements, the overall effect compounded would be much more significant. He could have completely reinvented the team and rebuilt it from the ground up, but instead he sought to, he sought to gain every advantage possible out of what he had, one little bit at a time. The effects were plain to see in the results delivered and the medals won. Brailsford went on to use the same technique in coaching Team Sky to multiple victories in the Tour de France. It's this principle that I see as being fundamental to my own process of personal development and growth. I could try and reinvent myself, changing every aspect of my life and starting completely afresh. The chances of remaining committed to such a radical change would be limited as fatigue and despondency would undoubtedly kick in. Instead, I see progress as being a process of small but regular tweaks and improvements. It's about taking repeated steps forwards and making small repeated gains. One article, one workout and one positive decision at a time. And I think the same principle applies whether we're working at a project or whether we're working to get out of a difficult situation or a challenging time in our lives. Instead of thinking about the big goals, start thinking about the minor improvements one day at a time that we can make to improve our life and improve our situation. I hope you found that useful, and until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye. You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life Podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. 
Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.